the T's and C's and Mr. It's been a deeply anticipated uh, return for the two of us to come back to the podcast. We've been trying to do it for weeks. We were going to record for Christmas, but you forget about how fucking busy it gets on that last week before Christmas. Like, yeah, we'll do a Christmas podcast and a New Year's podcast. Nah. But of course, I was working in the care home and uh, night shifts really fuck up our opportunity to be able to... To make time to record. Yes. Yeah, life gets in the way, doesn't it? It does, it does. So we wanted to come back, all yes. guns blazing, and talk about, um, well, we're on episode seven, aren't we? Is we're it seven fa- Yeah, we're fairly charting through the episodes. No. Gold. <laughs> Out with the arms again. <laughs> Choo-choo! Woohoo! Gold. <laughs> <laughs> mm, okay. Yeah. Um, I think we should talk about the, the impact of what New Year has on people and whether, yeah. you know, goal setting can sometimes trigger people and setting New Year's resolutions, I think, are a load of shite. Um, but it is a new year and you do mm. want to set your intentions or set goals or yeah. set a plan for the year ahead and whether that's... I think that that there, for me, already was the difference. From New Year's resolutions, I think that term immediately gets dismissed because mm-hmm. it's just it's it's faffy yeah it's whereas setting your intentions for the year mm-hmm. that already to me sounds better yeah. that's like oh right i can do that and mm-hmm. i can stick to that because that's my intentions it's not yeah it and it's fluid as well like if it yeah. changes throughout the year that doesn't matter and i think that's a massive thing why or a massive reason as to why when i have set goals previously like in years before or not goals, but done New Year's resolutions, mm. and it's been like, oh, everybody else is doing it, so I feel like I should yeah. do something as well. And I didn't really, I was never behind anything because I was, I was never that way inclined to think. I was never, mm. I was very much living for the moment. Every day right, was okay. what mattered. It wasn't six months ahead or even a month ahead. Really, okay. it was just about about the day. What's happening now? Yeah, yeah. yeah. See, I have set probably New Year's resolutions every day or every year that I could ever remember, and. Without a shadow of a doubt, they have always been. Want to lose weight? Mm-hmm. Oh, I want to be healthier. The this year's no different. <laughs> but, uh, but a lot of people only do them for like the first month or so. Yes. It's a new resolution for January. But well, that is generally that's. I have my own issues with food and weight. So, but I don't know why I feel different this year. And I think because I haven't set it as a New Year's resolution, I have set it as an intention. I have set that. I'm planning the year of yeah. how, and I've got my goal for next year of where it's taking me. It's mm-hmm. not just I want to lose weight and yeah, yeah, but I'm perfect, obviously. But yeah, I feel like my head's in a different place yeah. at the minute. What do you think it is that's made it? What's been the switch? I honestly, I don't know. I don't know. I, well, I, I do. I partly, I suppose I do. In a way, I do. That you have actually like your book and now that other book that you've. Mm-hmm. I'm embracing. The law of attraction. Yeah. To be fair, which you have been saying it to me for a very long time. My sister has been saying it to me for a very long mm-hmm. time. I am generally a positive person, so I think I dismiss it as yeah, well, I'm doing what I'm doing anyway. Mm-hmm. That doesn't matter. And whereas now, taking it on board and taking some of the little lessons and going, okay, mm-hmm. let's put it out in the universe. Let's make this different. Yeah. It's not. It makes sense. Which. Sorry, Stacey, but it does make sense. But I, it's it. a fun, I mean, the book that uh, Tanya's just referred to is a book that I stumbled across. I think I was having some random um, scroll <laughs> through. change. Yeah. <laughs> Your book addiction. A random scroll through Kindle. Actually, I wasn't planning. I was I was at work and I wanted something right. to read. And um, I hadn't taken a book with me. So I thought, I'll have a look on Kindle and see what there is. 
and this book came up and it's called The Last Law of Law. The last <laughs> law of attraction book you'll ever read. And I was like, what a fucking load of shit. <laughs> what, who oh calls their book that? Honestly, the yeah. last law of attraction your yeah. book you'll ever need or ever read. Hmm. And uh, But I was intrigued because I thought, well, why is it the last book I'll ever need? So yeah, I read the reviews and I read the blurb and I was like, oh my God, mm. this, this the way the guy writes is absolutely amazing like it's just it's like he's reading my mind right as i'm reading his words and he writes in in a very similar way to which i converse Mm. with myself like my self-talk and um it just struck a chord me so i downloaded it it was like two pound 49 or something it was cheap yeah it was and uh, i was absolutely bowled over by Mm. the the depth that he goes into in the book and the simplicity of what he talks about and the the simple the simple rules that the law of attraction follows, but that's where a lot of people stumble themselves mm. up on. It's it's so simple that you your 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 ego, your natural that that part of yourself that you don't see that bit that talks to you, your ego. It tells you that right. it's too simple. Just for our listeners that maybe don't know as much, because the term ego was one that got me. I didn't really understand it. You've said it to me before in the past about ego. When right. I think of ego. I suppose I always thought of like being quite egocentric yeah. and quite full of yourself, that kind of ego. Mm-hmm. Whereas actually when you say ego, that's not necessarily what no, you it's, mean. It's like a kind of more psychological term would be your monkey mind. Right. Um, the part of you that's the part of your brain that tries to keep you safe. It's the caveman part of you. Yeah. Um, it's, it's forever striving to keep you where you are. At yes. each stage, so even as you progress, your mm. your your caveman mind won't take you back to to being a child. It progresses with you as you grow right, slowly right. and safely. It doesn't right. like it when you do things um, that contradict how you have thought up to that point or how you've right. lived up to that point. Any sort of change, it, it it conflicts with your ego, and it is. It's a funny word mm. to get used to. It really is. It did. It took me a long time to fully understand, and now I. No, it makes so much more sense and yeah. it is it's sort of like when i think of when i started part that from having the fault to actually putting it in place and it was it was my ego going no 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 because it was it didn't want me it's that part that doesn't want to fail yeah i guess so it's keeping me safe by going let's not risk that yeah. like i could take a risk in something else like i'll do 20 shots <laughs> it's not a risk it's fun but <laughs> <laughs> you know but when it comes to like improving yourself, mm-hmm. that it's that's scary. It's difficult, but I'm learning to sort of put myself out there and yeah. When you positive. identify the difference and you can yeah. separate it from just yourself and separate it even from your limiting beliefs because your limiting beliefs are not necessarily your ego either. Yeah. Um, your limiting beliefs are things that you have learned to understand as things that right, you okay. feel are not accept- are not available to you. Yeah. Um, so when you can separate yourself from your ego. It's, it's then easy to mm. tap the microphone with my pen. <laughs> it's easy to then identify when it's raising its head. And it raises mm. its head all day long. Yeah. As you, when you begin to identify when... Like, it's easy to say, well, I'm, I'm a positive person. I think positive yeah. thoughts all day long. But then, for example, let's say you have a fallout with a friend or something. Mm. And then your ego starts telling you you're not that positive. Because look at you, you're bitching about her in your head yeah. right now, aren't you? And then yep. you start to spiral. Then you think, am I the person I think I am? Yeah. And you then start to downwards spiral mm. into, it makes you feel really shitty about yourself. But if you can identify that mm. 
actually your ego is going to be speaking to you in, in, in your head. You're going to yeah. be hearing these thoughts. And it's not like, you know, like saying the words speaking to yourself is might trigger some people and thinking, well, I'm not fucking crazy. Yeah. Um, but it's, everybody speaks themselves. Everybody has thoughts yeah. that they hear, yeah, whether they process have. them or not. Yeah. Then they're always there. Your self, your subconscious is always. So there how do you? How do you suggest to say like when you are trying to embrace the law of attraction, you're trying to do that positivity or that just getting it out there, and your ego's coming in to so say, for example, I've given up sweets and chocolate and bread mm-hmm. and crisp and alcohol and everything else that's fun in my life. Yeah. I've given up for January, and it's more about just for me. It's about just getting rid of the habit because I've just got an issue. But sometimes I feel my I I'm like I've got it it's cool and then my ego goes yeah but one sweet won't hurt yeah well my ego right now as you're asking me that is telling me you don't have a good enough answer for her right now do you you can't give her the full answer you can't give her what it is that she's looking for because she's looking for a quick fix answer and she you can't give it to her Claire you can't give it to her Claire and that's what my as you're talking now I'm hearing my ego and I'm thinking why why am I even thinking like this. Yeah. Why is the thought even there? Because I know I have the answer for you. I know yeah. that the ego is just something that you can... It's not something that you can instantly switch off. It's something mm. that you learn to understand. You learn to embrace it. But no, when no. you team it up with, for example, um, having an attitude of gratitude, so practicing, what, mm. um, listening what you're grateful for every day, changing the way you consciously think and forcing yourself to think in other ways, but not forcing yourself in a way that is creating something so that you're not doing it for another reason. Right, okay. You're simply just doing it because it feels good. You're right, changing okay. the way you think. So you're grateful for the lovely breakfast that you chose to have mm. this morning. You're grateful for the fact your lights are on in the ceiling. You're grateful for the fact that you've got heater uh, warmth coming out from the radiators yeah. in your, on your walls. Um, and changing the way that you can raise your vibration because everything in our universe is vibrating on a atomic level Mm. and that is one of the hardest things to understand and get your head around because a solid object like steel concrete wood it's not vibrating no it is it's not you look at it and you think it's not but it is everything vibrates every physical thing vibrates on a different um uh, frequency and that is the is the the but the structure of that frequency that gives it that forms the the Mm. physical shapes um, and that doesn't necessarily explain why the ego works. I know, but it's... no, but it's the, but the thing. I think that's part of the thing. It it's it is very simple, but it also takes some sort of time to process when you've had thoughts the whole time of how things are. I'm generally mm-hmm. quite. I say I'm quite a rational person. Yeah, that things are black and white, but they're not. There is all this grey yeah. in the middle, and it is starting to accept that and think about things differently. That. Well, you're not trying to force yourself to change the yeah. way that you think. You're change. You're trying to force yourself into changing the things that you think about, mm-hmm. and so that you're choosing to feel better about shitty things. So, yeah. let's for example say you've had your fight with your friend and you're feeling really shit about it. She sent you a really crubby message. Mm. Crubby isn't even a word. <laughs> crubby. I was crummy. That's I was a so, crummy. Word. I was going to say shitty, but I thought <laughs> I'm going to try and curb back the language. And look what happened. <laughs> that did not work just use it and your ego will all of a sudden will will start telling you that she hates you that you're a terrible Mm. friend that you know this is gonna she's never gonna forget this even once you've recovered once you've healed your your rift you're you're always always she's always gonna remember that 
Mm-hmm. Um, but you can change that to to then be like, well, do you know what? I'm really grateful for the fact that I've got a really loving friend who is passionate enough yeah. to be upset with me over something that I've said. And mm-hmm. I'm really grateful for the fact that I was brave enough to say what I was thinking out loud. Yeah. Um, so changing the way you think about what's happened yeah. helps you to heal what's what's occurred in the first place anyway. And when yeah. it happens like in, in your relationship, that's a big one because when you live with somebody and mm. they're causing you conflict like whenever Trev and I are going through our difficult times which we haven't done for a while but now I've said that oh Chris <laughs> it's gonna be, if we're going to have a month long oh blowout I'm going gr- to screw no. my hand to that bloody bookcase now. Um, when we have our, our challenging times it's very very difficult for yeah. me to, rem- to keep that energetic balance for myself mm. um, and to maintain that that level of positivity that I like to feel within myself. And it's not, I'm not doing it to be all happy clappy. I'm doing it because it feels good to me. Yeah. It makes my heart sing. That's what yeah. I, that's who I am to my core. But when something rocks my boat, it, it is harder to stay afloat. When, and and yeah. that's when, if you have like a, a journaling practice or whether you have your your gratitude rampage that you do every day whether mm. it's in the morning or it's at bedtime like topping and tailing your day with, yeah. with even just three or four things that you're grateful for it's an amazing thing to do and it changes yeah. the way that you think and that's that's the small things that habits build upon is mm. the small little incremental changes that you can make in your day and it's amazing how those little changes like if you find yourself going on a, a like having a pity party about something for like say 20 minutes or something and then all of a sudden you see a picture on the work, on the wall or you see a mm. quote online you're like fucking hell that's all I needed just to snap myself yeah. out of it and that, that's that but allowing yourself that ability that ability to recognize when you're not having that the train of thought that serves yeah. you well and I was uh, I was on social media the other week I think I was telling you about my little elf hug on my thumb yes yeah so I seen this little ring and it's this it's hands that kind of go around your thumb and it looks like a hug. And I thought, oh my, mm. part of me thought it's really creepy because it's like a <laughs> tiny person clung on to the God. inside of your thumb. Yeah, now you said that. silver hands. But I thought, I've always thought about having something, just always thought about getting a tattoo. It's the only time I've ever wanted yeah, to get a tattoo. You've got none, have you? Oh, I don't have a single one. No. Um, but whenever I have thought about having one, I thought I'd like to have one on my left thumb as a little mm. reminder to stay grateful. Not. And it's just something that would catch my eye. And every time I've seen it, or if anyone ever seen it and asked me what it was, it's an opportunity to, to talk about yeah. like how you feel and how you what the constant reminder is for yourself to feel better. So I thought I'd buy this little ring and um and I'd wear it. I did buy it, yeah, Where but it? I didn't buy it from the advert because it was like nearly twenty quid. So I found a nice Chinese version for less than four pounds. <laughs> it's gonna take how long? It's to gonna come. take about a month to come. Yes, I know. So what? You can be grateful in the meantime that it's coming. But even that in itself, that that lack of money in terms of the difference in what yeah. I paid and the time. Why? Why did I feel the need to have mm. to save myself fifteen quid? Yeah. When I could have just had something that was going to be really nice and. That I'd have worn for, for yes. all that I'd, have been, I'd be wearing it right now. I wouldn't just be. Do you know what that day? Did I tell you? I actually drew. <laughs> I drew the hands on my thumb Aww. just to see what it would look like. <laughs> totally not look like in silver at all. And it was a little bit fucking creepy because one of the hands I drew was six fingers. Oh, what, um, really? But it, it served a purpose. And I thought, yes, it's, it's a little it. reminder. It's that constant reminder. So yeah. whether you have things that, um, 
I've done some trainings before where you, they've done deep hypnosis and they've tried to get you to, um, I think there's pressure points between your thumb and your mid finger. And when you press them, mm. you're then taken back to this point in the in the, the meditation or the hypnosis that makes you feel happy or elated about an event that's happened. But that, to me, you're then got you've got to then bring conscious thought into bringing your thumb and your your middle finger right, together, okay. and that just to me that didn't work. Right, so okay. it's about finding what works for yes. you. Whether like having reminders on your phone, I ignore reminders on my phone. Right. I've got a reminder that comes up on my phone to send a meter reading. And every month, my electricity <laughs> company, I don't do it. Nah. Because I resent doing it. Because they're yeah. going to put my electricity up if I do it. So yes, that in definitely. itself is a bad energy to hold. But mm. having little reminders, there's apps, there's all sorts of things Yeah, well, you I've got the, uh, the Gratitude app, which I've been doing since, like, the first of Jan. And it's just because I think I needed something to prompt me and to give me a structure. It doesn't, because it should, but I didn't figure out how to use it okay. but now at the end of the day I have a routine now at the end of the day so it I put in my gratitude I, I've got like a habit tracker as well mm-hmm. where I track if I have caved and I haven't so far so it's all right but um and it is it's just it's been really cool to do it so there's two parts that I'm doing at the moment there's a challenge where it tells you or gives you a theme of what to be grateful for mm-hmm. so like yesterday's was hope so the theme was hope so what things have you been grateful for that hope is involved. So it was okay. like the hope that, oh, I can't even remember now what I was grateful for last night. I was grateful. I was hopeful of something, yeah. but I can't think what it was. It's but. interesting to note that when you do practice your gratitude, and if, if you're using it in terms of what you are inte- what intentions you set for the year, mm. that you always talk in the presence. Yes. Or the yeah. present. That, and that is really Fucks powerful. To talk, it's really mm-hmm. powerful. Mm-hmm. And I've never... I don't, it's not something that we do naturally. Yeah. We just sort of go, I want to do this or like, I want part to be successful this year. Whereas now I'm sort of going, part is going to be successful this year. Well, I keep part saying, is successful. part is successful, mm-hmm. but uh, this is my year of money. Mm-hmm. I'm making loads of money. Yeah. And it is, it's that present. It's there. And yeah. it's, it's start, I can feel my brain as I say it mm-hmm. ticking in a different way of, yeah. oh, okay. Oh, is this how yeah. we're working now? Which is, brilliant like and it's i'm intrigued to see how far this can go and how big it can go and if the things that i am i'm also i'm not kidding myself that everything's going to be immediate which i Mm -hmm. think i'm not setting myself up to fail which i think i often do that whereas i'm just sort of putting it out there Mm -hmm. and it's gonna come but it's cool because at the moment i'm still i'm chilling i'm cool it is it's all right but don't you find that the process is actually really fun? It's like mm. that eager anticipation um, as to what's going to happen next. Like you're inviting amazing, yeah. cool stuff. Like the law of attraction always uses um, the path of least resistance, which like mm. it's not like as the crow flies. It's like it bounds you from one goalpost yeah. to another. Yeah. And it, it might it, logically, it doesn't all, never really make sense mm. of how you actually got to where you wanted to be. And when I look at things that have happened to me, I mean, look at this podcast, for example. Yeah. Um, when I first thought, or when somebody first said to me, why don't you do a podcast? I was like, oh my God, doing a podcast? No <laughs> way. Like by myself, that's just, I yeah. just, and I instantly started to think, well, I don't have the staff. I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. I don't know who my audience would be. It doesn't, it kind of conflicts with my other business. And is it really the best way? But actually the podcast is one of my favorite things yeah. about my business and yes. doing it with you yeah and I think maybe it is doing it with you that makes it so fun because yeah we, I we don't think I would have enjoyed it well I know I wouldn't enjoy is enjoyed it definitely as much without you yeah. I think it's made it and I think as well 
not just smoke, throwing smoke up your ass, but I think you are a pusher for me. You're my, my pusher. Oh. <laughs> you're my pimp. Yeah. I'm the, t- I'm you the taker. Do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You do. You, I hear your voice in my head sometimes that reminds me to do something and mm. not to slack off or give up. Even the fact that, like the running, mm-hmm. that me and Claire have decided we are going to be runners. Yeah. And we go very early in the morning. I'm not a morning person, but I wake up and I'm like, Claire's going to fuck me up. Claire's going to fuck me up. Get up. Get up. Get up. And it does. It makes me get up. And then I love it once I'm out and I'm running. It is good. It's lovely. It's, but it's... I need that. I need that voice yeah. to sort of push me. And I think that's a really positive thing. And I think with the podcast, when I said it to you, you were into action. Yeah. I probably would have dwindled and gone, all right, we'll do it. You were just like, right, come on then. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, which I need that. Sometimes I need that kick up the arse to go, because it is, I know, it's the ego Mm -hmm. of going, oh, but are you sure? sure? And I do every time I record. um, Was it okay? Are you sure it's all right? Yeah. I know, but that's, I I guess you have to give yourself a bit of a break on all this as well, because Mm. it is natural. Like, we're not changing human behaviour with any of this. It's recognising what, makes you what makes you tick what makes your heart sing what makes your ego speak louder and finding a balance is all about balance everything's in life's Mm. about balance and you want to tip that balance in the direction of making your heart sing more than the chat that your ego has with you because you're i mean the ego is great because it's kept you safe it's kept you alive to this point but it also doesn't want you to get any bigger than what you are right now. Not physically, but yeah. energetically <laughs> bigger than what you, you are. Want it just bigger. wants you to slowly and safely get along the road to your grave yeah. without too many hiccups yeah. along the way. That's its, Which is cool. that's its role in our in our human existence yeah. is to keep us safe. Yeah, but when we're constantly striving for better, yeah. then we do have to find other ways to... Yeah, to silence it and, keep yeah. it and make your voice that little bit louder. Yeah. Yeah. And it does, and I think it's it's not always easy. That last week I was I was gone. My head had gone. Mm-hmm. I was fully. I was out of it. The first week of January, as people that know me, is a very tough week for one of my besties. It's a really shitty week, and it's it affects all of our lives, and it it will forever. And it does take that time to sort of rebalance my brain to go. The world is not a shit place. Mm-hmm. The world is not evil. The world is crap. Yeah. and it and I can feel my brain doing it and it takes me sometimes longer than others mm-hmm. or quicker than others or whatever to pull myself back and go okay no and I think the way I tend to do it is friends I think last week I spoke to so many of my mates mm-hmm. that sort of just remind me that the world isn't evil and evil things do happen and shitty things do happen and we'll never get over that but we have to somehow sort of carry on and mm-hmm. get that balance back and it is just about the balance it's not about forgetting or letting it go because mm-hmm. we couldn't anyway but but we get that balance and we go right okay mm-hmm. we have to keep going so how do we keep going mm-hmm. and that's what I have hopefully I feel back balanced this yeah. week in my mind which is good I didn't feel like it was going to happen for a bit but yeah but you gave yourself the time to get through it as well you didn't force yeah. yourself you weren't like you weren't breaking down over it. You were just quietly experiencing what you yeah. were feeling to yourself and to the people that you chose to speak to about it. Yeah. And I think knowing that it comes every year helps because it mm. is when things all of a sudden swing upon you, they're, you know, they're hard to manage because yeah. they've come from nowhere. But when you know that it's coming, that's sometimes even harder because 
you know it's unavoidable. You know that you're going to mm. feel really, and it's a horrible, I mean, I, I haven't experienced what your friend has gone through, but to go through something that you that is going to be a constant reminder every single year, it's it's not nice to know that that, that time is looming on the calendar. Mm. And it's especially, I mean, anything that happens around Christmas and New Year, it's just emphasised. It just it's so much worse because... Mm you're forcibly supposed to be happy. Yeah. You're supposed to be elated. You're supposed to be like having the best time of your life because it's Christmas, it's New Year, it's you know, yeah. everyone's having a great time and getting pissed and then all of a sudden things change and mm. it's, you know, it's hard. But in terms of like when I was little, I think the first time I ever set myself a New Year's resolution, I was like 12. And um, where, okay. where I grew up um, in Scotland, I come from a farm and I don't know if it's an English thing, actually. I haven't heard it. But in the area that I come from, anyway, you, all mm. the farmers let off a gunshot or a few gunshots at midnight. And that is the done thing. Wherever no, you are on Hogmanay, which is New Year's Eve, yep. whatever your party is, Dad always disappears at 10 to 12. And yeah, you, okay. you know, off to go, let off the gun. And off he goes, <laughs> okay. sets off the, the shotgun. It's like three shots. And um, and it's, it's really cool to stand and listen mm. to it because just across the... The, the valley, and it really is like a valley, like a gully through, right, through the area that we live in. Yeah. And the sounds are amazing. Like, they just kind of, like, echo off the hills. And, oh, it's fucking okay. awesome. It's really cool. Mm. Um, and one year, my dad let me do the gunshots. Oh, wow. Yeah, but I didn't have ear defenders on. And mm. I, I knew shotguns were loud, but I hadn't wow. thought about... Like yeah, how loud, and I did three shots, and my poor little oh. ears, like I couldn't hear for days. Oh wow! <laughs> I think I, I might have been about fourteen. Country or life. I know, <laughs> I know. It's uh, I really missed it this year. Not been up there. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I set my first New Year's first New Year's resolution when I was about twelve. Like mm. positive thinking and goal setting and things wasn't something that I grew mm. up with. The law of attraction. That was. I mean, no. that was just. Well, I had no idea what it was when yeah. somebody mentioned it to me, first of all. Um, so it wasn't a conversation that we had on, on Hogmanay or on New Year's Day. It wasn't like, well, what would you like to achieve this year? Like, Do you want to mm-hmm. um, do you want to read a certain amount of books this yeah. year? Would you like to get a certain grade at school? It was just it was just another day. It was just another year. It was just mm-hmm. regular. And I, I guess it maybe is for a lot of people. But it is really helpful at the beginning of the year to start deciding mm-hmm. what you want for yourself yeah. even if it's small stuff like i want to donate more to charity i want to recycle more in yeah. my home um a couple of years ago i decided that i wanted to try and go as plastic free in the bathroom mm. as i could and i started crocheting soap savers <laughs> yes, and um, i remember <laughs> i think a few people got them for christmas <laughs> that year again but it was great you know it really i it took me I was probably halfway through the year before I really looked at my bathroom and thought, fucking hell, I still haven't gone plastic free. Because mm. tooth- I tried plastic free toothpaste and uh, that was just a mess. It came in like a little glass dish with a spatula. Do you know what? These yeah, things are okay. all fantastic if you don't have fucking children. Yes. Children oh God, yeah. wreck everything. Oh, God, yeah. Like I could be plastic free personally, yeah. but add my kids to the mix. Jesus. No. no. No, no, I no. Aidan went in one point, like, really dug out half the thing and put on his toothpaste. And I was Charlie like, you would know, write on the walls or something. Pound. Yeah, it wouldn't work. <laughs> like but it was a lovely challenge to set myself. You know, it doesn't, yeah. it's not about life changing stuff, or it can be about life changing stuff, but if setting goals is something that triggers you, then set the small stuff. 
Yeah. Like, I have really wanted to, and I've, I've kind of resisted this whole concept of not buying any new clothes this year. I want to try and buy right, okay. um, only secondhand, unless okay. it's a special occasion. Um, but as I'm already talking myself out of it, because I'm on a weight loss journey this year, right. I feel that that is kind of a little bit ill-advised, and I might just be looking a little bit like a tramp once I actually get to my dream weight and I'm like yeah I can only wear stuff from the charity shop down the road so, I'm skinny but trampy yeah <laughs> so oh, I will dear. I'll make conscious decisions about what I buy um, yes. in terms of fashion and try not to use fast fashion sites um, yeah. and yeah. spend more on the clothes that I wear so that I'm enjoying them more, mm. um, getting more wear out of them. But again, it's it is just focusing on something that's going to benefit you. Mm. And I think thinking back as well on why this year as well is more important. I think that COVID's been shit. Yeah, it has. it's been different, and it's for me personally, it hasn't rocked my world in the way that it would have others. And mm. I can fully embrace that. That I work from home a lot anyway. My kids are cool. They've got their devices that they mm. can use to do their work. That we live in a lovely place. There, there's been perks for me. Part has taken off virtually mm-hmm. in a way that I would never have thought it. Mm-hmm. But that human contact factor yeah. is the biggest part for for me in my life generally, yeah. and my family and my friends. And not having those things, I've sort of gone. I think now I'm sort of like, Do you know what? I'm just going to make the most of things, mm-hmm. and I'm just going to take the positives, and I'm going to be happy and I'm going to work towards it and if it's not happening now because we're still in fucking lockdown Mm -hmm. that it's okay because after that this will happen and that will happen and Mm -hmm. having I've always needed plans if my diary's empty I sort of lose the plot I need something to look forward to something where I know whether I'm with my friends or my family Mm -hmm. I'm doing that and if it gets changed then that's cool at the moment but I need it in my diary I need that and that's why even at the moment I've got holiday for next year. That is the big thing. But then also holiday for this year, probably in the UK, but that's cool because it would be with my mum and with my family. And that's already, I can see us all just chilling in a house and yeah. my mum wandering around not knowing who any of us are. But <laughs> still, she'll be happy. She'll be smiling. The joy is cool. of the early onset to me. <laughs> it is. Honestly, you know, it's all right, mum. It's me. But, but we'll all be together. and that, And I can't wait. And that is going to happen. I know. I can. I can feel it. I can mm-hmm. feel the fun and the happiness. And because I wouldn't have eaten bread, sugar, fucking sweets, or whatever else I'm not eating, I'm going to be skinny too. Yeah. <laughs> I, I will. I See, will. This for the, for the first time in a very very long time is the first year where I have nothing, not a okay. single thing in okay. my diary for the year. It's all work. It's all about writing books. It's all oh, about okay. books and podcasts this year for me. But in terms of holidays, okay. visits, I've said How to does that does that feel? It feels good. It feels okay. like I've got a blank canvas. It feels like I can actually focus and concentrate. Because since we what? moved to Kent 12 years ago, we've had visitors. And I yes. love having visitors. Yeah. I really, really love cramming my little house <laughs> full of extra people and extra yes. beds and extra mouths to feed. Yeah. I love it. Uh, and last year, all of my guests that were supposed to come down and visit all got cancelled because we were earlier on in the year. Yeah. So we never had anybody down. And I kind of liked it. I got my book written. I, yeah. I got the things that I wanted to do done because I yeah. wasn't distracted. And as much as having family down is lovely, I part of the excitement for me of having somebody down is knowing that they're coming. 
Like, right, oh, okay. it's only three weeks until they're going to yeah. be here. We're going to go out and do that. Yeah, the countdown. I fucking yeah. love it. Yeah, I really like weirdly thrive on it. Okay. Um, and I didn't have that last year. I didn't have, and it's such a distraction because I start thinking to myself, well, if I start this, and oh, what if I don't finish it? And right, they come, okay. then it's going to put me back, in, or I'll just not be able to yeah, think about okay. it. And then I'll just so I just wait. It's 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 my what? ego saying it's okay to wait. It's okay to wait that little bit yeah. longer. It's okay to not do that book. Yes. Um. Yeah. So I actually said to Trev um, that I don't think we're going to have any trip to Scotland this year, and that will be the first year. Oh wow! I know. And I even saying it out loud, I'm like, oh fuck! I hope the family aren't listening because if I go back <laughs> on it, then. <laughs> They're going to be on you. Thought you weren't fucking coming. Oh, I know. And I just, I've oh, never okay. gone up. And I've ne- I, I expect if people are allowed to travel that they will come down to visit. But right, I've actually okay. said to myself, I'm not having anybody in the house this year either. Because Ooh. I want to move. I'm totally clearing the energy in this house. Like I'm right, okay. fully focusing on um, projecting us right, into okay. like, visualising our new home yeah. and moving house and buying a house Yeah, and um, okay. I just want clear energy for that I want clear headspace I want right. a clear area around me and that for me is my diary I need that to okay. be clear I want things in it yeah there'll be lots of things yeah. that will come up and will in it Claire's but- summer barbecue <laughs> <It's> my favourite <laughs> day of the year get oh, very drunk and stumble over I know it's good <laughs> Trev gets, he's like, he's... Oh, he's the light of my life, Trev. Yeah. <laughs> Drunk Trev. I know. He's it's like so the, cool. the, the party mascot, isn't he? Fuck yeah, fuck. <laughs> he is, he's brilliant. Every year, for Claire's birthdays in May and Trev's, sorry, Trev, we always say Claire's birthday. I know. Claire and Trev's birthdays mm. are in May and Claire will always have a party barbecue and we just all come together and mm-hmm. sometimes we have a theme which has been fun. <laughs> and sometimes we just get very drunk. Well, always, we always get very drunk. But it's just, it's just lovely. It's just in your back garden. It just... marks the beginning of summer, doesn't it? It's that yes. last yeah. weekend in May and it's just, it's so much fun. It really is. It really is. Uh, and everybody comes. It's, it's one of those things, one yeah. of those uh, uh, gatherings as our, all... as our group of friends. Yeah. That like even Kaz and Craig have said they'll come down for it if yeah. they're allowed to this year, yeah. that they'll come down. Well, this is, I think, that's sort of our goal point that by then the world has got to be fucking normal by oh. May, doesn't it? It's got to. <laughs> it's got you know what? to. I honestly don't think, and I think that's another reason why I'm keeping my year clear is because I don't want, I don't like disappointment. I don't like right. when my plans have to change. No, yeah. last year, do you remember that um, earlier on in the year, Bonnie and I had said yes. that we were going to go on holiday? Yeah. And then there was a very small window in the summer where yeah. we could actually move around freely. We weren't in lockdown. Yeah. And that we did actually get yes. to go. So last yeah. year, although COVID is horrendous, like I work in a nursing home, yeah. I see it firsthand. I, I've, I've seen, I've been with people as they've passed away. Yeah. Um, it's awful. But for, for me and the impact it's had on my family, it really, it hasn't rocked mm. our waves that much at all. Yeah. Um, I think being a key worker makes it, I feel quite special. Mm. Like I've got a little bit of a superpower. Like my yeah. kids can go to school, whether people agree with that or not don't really give a fuck we're going anyway no um i work nights so i can't i can't give the kids my time to, yeah. to homeschool them on that week that i'm working but as a result last year like when i wanted to do something it was okay like yeah. things were weren't yeah. kind of put in my way so it's really nice to have that blank canvas this year and yeah. just be like the world is my oyster yeah. and all the things that i am projecting and that i'm that i'm looking forward to in terms of 
um, publishing more books, mm-hmm. um, promoting the podcast so it becomes yeah. even bigger. Yes. Um, I'm just, I'm excited about having the time and the energy to, yeah. to want yeah. to do that. And that's it. I think we've got to take from this crappy time that we have been given that gift of time. Some of mm-hmm. us, I know that obviously there are deaths and that's um, fucking shitty. But for those that may have that extra time that you wouldn't have had, whether it's because you're working at home, so you've not got the commute or you've been furloughed. And I know that can come with shit, but you've got that time that mm-hmm. maybe at home, I know people garden and shit. I don't get that, but all right, that you could do that. You've got or, the nicest garden as well. You've got the best garden. It's dogs. The garden's for the dogs. It's not for me. Such a shame. One day, <laughs> I'll concrete it. No. But if you're finding, I mean, I know COVID, like lockdown, everything about it, even the word COVID, <laughs> who says it? Like, it's I started saying shit. it now, it's a horrible word. It is a shit um, But it's really affecting the way that people feel, like not being able to see their friends. And I know, I know some of our listeners live by themselves. Yeah. They work remotely yeah. at home by themselves and they yeah they're not they're not seeing anybody like i can't imagine what that must feel like my house is full like i'm going out to work yeah i'm coming home and i'm going to bed i'm like yes thank god the kids are at school yeah and i'm i'm still my life is relatively this new weird normal that i've yeah adapted to where i i cycled home from school this morning from preschool like i cycled yeah. home to preschool and um, we have to wear our masks when we drop off the kids now. Okay. And um, he he wanted to he wanted me to take his bike home. And I thought, because oh, I didn't I didn't want to ask them to put it inside the school because it's a thing from home and no. all that jazz. So yeah, I'll take it home. So it means carrying his his push bike while you're cycling. Whilst I'm cycling, oh, yeah. And then I realised whilst I was just turning off at the parade at the shops, mm. um, that I still had my mask on. So then I started trying to uh, 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 try to get it down off my face so I could breathe properly. And I couldn't because my hand was stuck on the bike. Yeah. I had the other no. one under the bike oh, and I was like, gosh. I think I could go. I, I used to go no handed. I thought I was oh, slightly dude. lifted. I was like, no, no, I can't go no handed. <laughs> days have gone. I can't fall in the middle of the road with a oh, bike under one God. arm. So I cycled home with my face mask on my yeah. face and I felt like such an idiot. <laughs> But see, some people would have looked at you and probably thought oh, you, you were doing that on purpose. Girl. Yeah. You sensible yeah, girl. very sensible Good young for lady. You. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm trying to get the fucker off. <laughs> you know, and it's so weird because this time last year, so this is like 13th, but within a couple of days, I would have been going to Thailand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's all right. It's okay. I'm fine. But so that was really exciting for me, the beginning of last year. And I remember being in Thailand and obviously it's one of those places like Bangkok is smoggy and it's hot and everyone has got on masks yeah. and you get on the tube and everyone's got on the masks. And I remember looking and thinking, that is just weird. Yeah. I like, know. how do you breathe? And where it was so hot as well, it was like, how are you wearing that mask? Mm-hmm. And then for this to get, it was like not even remotely in my brain, mm-hmm. like coming back from Thailand. The only thing I was thinking of is when I'm, when am I going back? Mm-hmm. Like, not that I'm coming back to a world that eventually is going to start slowly shutting down, mm. but we have survived it. Yeah. Like we have, a lot of us have. We are yeah. doing so well, and there are. Like we're not going to get in debates on other stuff like vaccines and stuff, but there is going to be an end in sight. There will be, and I think we have to try and take those positives that yeah. we've had. You do. From you it. have to take from every day, from every shit day that you're yeah. feeling. You have to, even more than ever, you've got to. Be grateful yeah. for something. You have to take small mercy yeah. from the tiniest. The postie putting something through your letterbox. You yeah. know, a phone call coming through or a random yeah. text message or a happy thought that you had in amongst the, the yeah. glimmer of 
of there is it's even the bloody zoom calls which obviously because for work i am all day on some kind of zoom platform but even with some of my mates that there's some of them that live in croydon that are some of my best mates and we talk all day on whatsapp but actually we will do zoom calls and it's lovely because i probably see them more when we're not in person but i see their faces we interact in a way that we wouldn't have we Mm -hmm. wouldn't have done a zoom call like this time last year because it was like why would we do that Mm -hmm. we'll just arrange a day out which i'd still rather the day out but it means that we can't we've got that option that imagine like i was saying this to somebody the other day if we didn't have online conference calls if this had happened say when i was bella's age so at 12 say so year seven of my life which was what 1992 fucking old that there was no phones there weren't computers we did have Sky. I always remember that. I always remember getting Sky and being like, "Oh my god, I've got more than I four channels." Well, the day that it happened, it's so exciting. Yeah, but, but that would have been it. And we, you'd think, because in my head, I'm like, "Yeah, but I'd spend time with my mates." Yeah. No, you wouldn't, because you're in lockdown. Yeah. So you're just stuck in your ass, learning wise in your ass. <laughs> <laughs> I'm back in Croydon. That's why, in my head, I'm back in Croydon. That, but yeah, it would have been. We are very fortunate that it's happened now, as opposed to then because mm-hmm. i know my 12 year old brain would have gone fuck this i'm going out yeah. i know i would i know exactly what i was like yeah. that i wouldn't have had the spread of sense. information would have been slow i mean i suppose you've got yeah. tvs and things it's not like the dark ages but <laughs> oh, that's that- fucking old <laughs> <laughs> wow <laughs> pigeons are coming round and sending messages <laughs> by candlelight <laughs> Yes. Oh, Jesus. Well. Um, no, I think, like, even this morning we were out, when we were out running, we were talking about you had this need for a desk and you needed it yes. to be facing outwards. And I said, I questioned as to why yeah. why that was. And you said, well, because of video calls and not having people in the background. Yeah. It's like, it's such a, such a modern yeah. problem that I wouldn't have yeah. thought of that because, well, we don't have to do video calls at home, but well, apart from yeah. working, but I only do them if there's nobody here. Yeah. So, um, what a modern problem to have, isn't it? Yes, it's just... it is fully. It's something that you'd never have thought about, and yeah. it's not a sort. And it's, I think, for a lot of businesses now, they will go that way, which will have its pros and cons for a lot of people. Like I've always worked from home for a certain element. Yeah, like I go into school, I come back, I do my paperwork from home. But there are certain things that now I will be able to do from home, like even when the world is normal. Mm-hmm. That why change it for certain things because it does actually work very well we yeah. can reach like i said with part now i did the presentations before christmas and for like 200 kids in one go mm-hmm. i could do that for kids in scotland yeah do it for kids in fucking america like yeah. you know, i did a training course the other day and the bloke was america or it was from america baltimore and it was like oh how was, cool it was so cool he's like i was like that you talk oh. cool he was talking about trauma and shit it was not good um, but his voice made it better yeah so but that wouldn't have that was there, I'm sure, but now that's been ramped up to mm-hmm. a point where that's enhanced my learning. Yeah. I'm reaching more people through part. We're reaching more people through um, my day job. It's, yeah, it's, we've I've got to take those bonuses. I mean, everything in life happens for a reason. And mm-hmm. it, it's sometimes actually hard to digest, especially when it's something that's happened that's really not very pleasant. It's a death or mm-hmm. you've lost somebody, somebody's missing from your life. Yeah. Um. But in terms of like this global pandemic, you know, it has happened for a reason. You know, mm. we're learning, we're lear- and we're adapting to it, and that is yeah. 
it's a great thing, you know. It's awful how people have been impacted and how people have lost yeah. their lives. And I haven't. I had COVID myself last year, and yeah. so did you. But although it was very, when you came back from Thailand, I think when I came back from Thailand, I had COVID because yeah. I was flawed. Because Kaz like, reckons she flawed. had it when she came back from where was she? Abu Dhabi. Yeah, Qatar, Abu Qatar. Dhabi. That is yeah. that Qatar. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> Should we record that as a little sound effect? <laughs> no, so bad but yeah yeah and I think it at the time I remember coming back and just I couldn't breathe I was so I was flawed Mm -hmm. and I had to take like I'd not long been back of holiday and I had to take time off work and Mm -hmm. I was like shit this is shit Mm -hmm. but it just it flawed me and I've been fine since Mm -hmm. like it's so I assume but at the time we didn't really know because Mm -hmm. it wasn't even properly I think I remember hearing stirrings of it being in somewhere else in the world yeah. when we was, and especially being in Thailand because it was China. So it's, although they're actually quite far away, but you know, it's that side, I suppose you're thinking, yeah. but didn't even think about it until everything started coming out. And I was like, yep, cough, yep, head, yep, just crap. Mm-hmm. That never lost my, stopped eating. I've never lost that ability. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Did you not lose your it. taste or your smell? I can't remember. Oh God, I didn't have it for like six weeks. That's, Oh, it was so annoying. Did you still eat through it, though? Yeah, I did, but it was just really (laughs) disheartening. Like, you'd eat something and you think, what was the point? I can't even smell if it tastes right. I can't taste if it's good. So it was just eating for the sake of eating. Oh, you were eating for the sake of eating, yeah. Not enjoyment. No, not at all. No, because I remember when you had it and you were were flawed. Mm -hmm. It did proper take you out. Yeah. Which, and you think, for we've recovered, we're fine. That I was listening to something the other day of someone talking about it and what I never fully realised and I watched a programme that a friend um, my friend Joe told me to watch and the bloke had got it and although he recovered physically it affected him mentally it sort of gave him like the effects of brain damage which mm. I never really had known that much about that aspect that mm. it could affect you like that but I suppose it's oxygen leaving your brain and all yeah. of that kind of stuff but that then is going to affect his life forever mm-hmm. and his family's life and then I had there was some I think it was Mark Wright from TOWIE was saying about his dad the other day that his dad's been in hospital with it and has come out but he's not brain wise mm-hmm. he's not himself and you think how can something floor us that I much know. that it's going to take out our mental functions yeah. as well as our physical functions that yeah it's just it's a shit show but if you take it's... if you take the the severity of the situation aside yeah and just work on your little bubble. Yes. What can make you and your household? Yeah. That what could make what joys can you take? What have you? What are you now doing that you weren't doing before? Like we weren't going out for family walks in the fields out behind our houses. No. We wouldn't like, have done this. No. No, we probably wouldn't, no, we have, wouldn't done. have. I don't think we would have. I wouldn't. I don't think we would have felt that we had the time. Although, mm-hmm. as you say in your book, we always do have mm-hmm. the time. That, but yeah, I don't think we would have come round to it in the way that it did but yeah. it just felt more it it sprung I think part of it was from that yeah. of being I think it'd be around. really useful for people to write a list of things that maybe they do yeah. now that they didn't before the good That's and really the bad really nice idea they were the good and the bad yeah that is a really nice idea in the good not yeah. like the bad but yeah the good of writing what, has, what have been your positives mm-hmm. from this time so the last 
10 months has it been what has been different about your lives that covid has done and i guarantee and i i do say i guarantee mm-hmm. i'm putting the money where my mouth is and saying i bet that you can at least one yeah there'll positive. be something there'll yeah. be at least one that is yeah. unique to your experience of covid like being yeah. locked down having to homeschool yeah um i wonder you know the people who maybe did really want to homeschool their children before all this <laughs> Do they still want to? No, they fucking don't. <laughs> I'm not against homeschooling. I think it's great for the if it suits your child yes. and it suits your family yep. and it's the right thing. But if you're just doing it because you hate the system, then that's obviously yeah. not the right reason to do it. But yep. um, yeah, I wonder how many people yeah. have have said, oh, I, I love this. I really love this homeschooling lark. <laughs> but see, but even for me, because mine are teens and they pretty much get on with it. But I'll tell you what, for... <laughs> for my certain middle child who I've spoken about a lot who I love to pieces mm. it's actually perfect for him yeah. which I'd never thought about he will never be homeschooled if this, as soon as he can go back to school he's going back to school but it's just shown that there may be things sometimes that get in the way in a classroom that they're yeah. not actually yeah. built for yeah. or haven't got the time for or whatever else they want ex- excuses they want to make whereas at home he just gets on with it mm-hmm. he's eating me out of house at home but <laughs> Fine, as long as you do it in your corner, away mm-hmm. from me. Don't mm-hmm. talk to me, don't look at me. I'm working. <laughs> <laughs> Go away. Oh well. On that note, I think we should. Um, I think we should leave it there because we we want it. Like, <laughs> do you know what? For this year, let's set an intention that we're gonna bring the time back. Okay, we're okay. gonna start. Have we ever? No, Have any of them? Well, they've never been thirty minutes. Like we <laughs> promised, they were gonna be thirty minutes at the start. <clears throat> but look, let's make right. this one less than fifty. Okay, go on. My, my washing machine she's going to spin as well. Yeah, so that might be good timing. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you for coming back. Happy New Year. Yeah, Happy New Year. Look after yourselves. <laughs> Bye. Love you.